I want to say to you today that the clearest revelation about hell is given to us at the cross. Hell has six dimensions, and Christ experienced all of them on the cross. Welcome to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith. And Colin, today we continue a message called The Day God Turned His Face Away, Looking at the Suffering of Jesus. There was a, a film that came out a number of years ago, Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ, and it gave us a little bit of a glimpse of the suffering that Jesus experienced. Yes, it did. I thought the movie was helpful because we can become so familiar with Jesus died on the cross that somehow we miss just what that meant. The venom of human hatred and anger that was just poured out over him. But you know what? Even once you get to the end of all that's depicted in the movie and all that actually happened in the sufferings of Jesus at the hands of men on the cross, all of that doesn't get to the heart of what his suffering really was because there was a suffering involved in him becoming the sin bearer that meant him enduring all the pains of hell itself. And no one can make a movie of that. The suffering in the soul of Jesus Christ exceeded all the suffering that he went through in his body. And he cried out in the depth of his agony, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He's enduring every dimension of what hell is at that moment. And in fact, we're going to discover in the message today, the clearest way you can know what hell is, is by looking at what Jesus endured on the cross. And praise God, he endured that on the cross so that you and I should never, never, never know what it's like. That is good news for the believer, isn't it? We're going to look, as Pastor Colin just said, at these six dimensions of hell. If you've ever wondered what exactly did Jesus suffer, you're going to see that in today's message. So if you can, join us in Matthew chapter 27. Here's Pastor Colin. Jesus cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Now, friends, I want to suggest to you today that these words of Jesus at the very center of our faith open four windows into what was happening in these hours of darkness. And my prayer for today is that as you look through these windows, you will be changed by what you see. Let me describe them to you in this way as simply as I can. Window number one, see what sin is and learn to hate it. See what sin is. That's my prayer for us today, that you will see what sin is through this window, through the cross, and that you will learn to hate it. Changing, letting go of sin, becoming more like the Lord Jesus Christ, not easy for us as Christians. And here's why, because there is something within sin that attracts us. What tempted you before will tempt you again. Repentance is hard because part of us enjoys our sin. 
So that sometimes even when we confess our sin, there's a little bit of us that would like to go back to it again. So how can you get to the place where you learn to hate your sin so much that you will not keep going back to it again and again and again and again and again? How can you get to the place where you will really change? That's the question. Morality can tell you what sin is, but it cannot teach you to hate it. That's why people who are committed to moralism are always stuck in saying, how can I find a greater will pushing one way than a will that's pushing the other way? You're just conflicted all the time. Now, the great practical question of the Christian life is this, how can I learn to really loathe sin, especially the sin that I fall into, so that I really leave it and turn from it? Listen to these words from Richard Sibbs. If you would indeed see the most ugly colors of sin, See it in Christ upon the cross. See how bitter a thing it was, forcing him to send forth strong cries to the Father, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You think about that indulgent greed in your life. You think about that cherished pride, that settled envy, that secret lust, that subtle lie, that grumbling, that fault-finding, that deception. You look at what it cost. You look at what that did. You see the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross and the agony that He goes through for this. Learn to hate that sin at the cross. I say to you today, as you look at how Jesus Christ was forsaken on account of your sin, what sin can you not forsake on account of Him? This is why we need to live at the cross, folks, because it is only here that we will really learn to hate the sin that so entices us. See what sin is and learn to hate it at the cross. Here's a second window. I want us today to see what hell is and to learn to flee it. See what sin is and learn to hate it and see what hell is and learn to flee it. Now, folks, here is what we are learning today. When Jesus Christ bore our sins, He entered into the judgment that was due for our sins. Christ endured all that hell is on the cross. Now, you know that poets and artists have speculated over the centuries about hell. There is so much about hell that we do not know, and that's why there's so much speculation about it. You know, Dante's Inferno and so forth and so on. But I want to say to you today that the clearest revelation about hell is given to us at the cross. Hell has six dimensions, and Christ experienced all of them 
on the cross. Let me remind you of them briefly. Number one, he is in conscious suffering. Number two, he is in the blackest darkness. Number three, he is surrounded by demonic powers unleashed. Number four, he is bearing sin. Number five, he is under judgment. And number six, and here's the heart of his cry, he is separated from the love of God. That is hell. Hell is, friends, conscious suffering in blackest darkness, surrounded by demonic powers, bearing the guilt of your own sin under the judgment of God. But I tell you, the hell of hell will be to know that there is a God of love, and you could have known this love, but now it is beyond your reach. And you're outside of it forever. I preach this today because I do not want one of you to know what this is like ever. And I tell you that Jesus Christ died on the cross so that you should never know what this is like ever. In fact, no one can fully understand what he endured in these three hours of darkness unless that person had been in hell. It's beyond what any one of us here today can begin to imagine. You know, a lot of people are talking about hell today, and uh, a lot of the discussion about whether or not it is real. Let me give you this simple answer. Hell is as real as the cross. Hell is as real as the cross. Jesus Christ entered all the dimensions of hell, all six dimensions of hell on the cross. This happened, folks. He received in himself what was due to us. So when people say, well, maybe there's no hell, I, I want to ask this question. What do you think this was all about then? What do you think this darkness, this forsakenness was all about? What do you think this laying of sin on him was all about that the Bible speaks about? It happened, and the reason that it happened is simply this. There is wrath, there is forsakenness, there is darkness, and there is hell. And all of it was poured out on our Lord Jesus Christ, and he absorbed it in himself on the cross in order to save you and me from it. Listen again to Richard Sibbs. Whatsoever was done to Christ shall be done to all who are outside of him. Friend, that is why you must come to him and why you must be in him because you cannot be saved without him. That's what the cross is about. You're listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith and a message called The Day God Turned His Face Away. It's part of the series Seven Words from the Cross. And if you ever miss a broadcast, you can always go and listen online at any time. The website address is openthebible.org.uk. 
Now, I briefly want to tell you about some exciting things happening at Open the Bible. They've been making a number of changes to the website, and one of those changes being that you can now give more easily to support the ministry. And this month, for your financial support, they want to offer you a free copy of Pastor Collins' new book, Six Hours That Changed the World. In it, Pastor Colin gives a clear, biblical and compelling presentation of the gospel message that you could use to share with someone this Easter. They'll send you a free copy of this book when you go to the website to set up a regular donation of at least £5 a month. Find out more about receiving Pastor Colin's book, Six Hours That Changed the World, when you go to openthebible.org.uk. Well, let's hear more from today's message. Again, here is Pastor Colin. So I say to you, not only see what sin is and learn to hate it, but see what hell is and learn to flee it. Here's the third thing, third window. See what love is and learn to enjoy it. See what love is and learn to enjoy it. Say, boy, that sounds like an extraordinary jump. Yes, it does, but here's the miracle and the amazing thing, love and justice meeting at the cross. It's staggering. One way to measure the love of God for you is by the price that the Father and the Son were willing to pay to redeem you. And here again, we are staring into an unfathomable and yet a glorious mystery. Can you begin to fathom in your mind? Can you think just around the edges of this what it meant to the Father to give up to this His own dearly loved Son? And at the same time, as we saw just last week, as the union of wills between the Father and the Son has been, is, and always will be complete and total, what it meant for the Holy Son of God to give Himself up to be your sin-bearer, and as a consequence to be shut out of the knowledge of the eternal love of the Father right there in the darkness. Friends, sometimes I hear Christians around the church say this. You know, I I know that Jesus died for me on the cross, but I don't really feel that God loves me. I want to say, slow down before He created the universe. God the Father had you on His horizon and planned for you in love. Before you were ever born, God the Son took your flesh, and He lived a perfect life for you. And then He went to this awful cross for you, and friend, your sins, your sins were laid on Him. And He entered into your hell, your hell. And he's shut out from the knowledge of the Father's love for you in that darkness. And he cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And he does this for you. And you think that God doesn't love you? I want you to see this love. You'll never see it more clearly than right here at the cross. 
and learn to enjoy it. You say, how can I enjoy this? This is excruciating suffering. Ah, here is how you enjoy this. Jesus Christ is not on the cross today. He's risen. He is exalted. He's at the right hand of the Father. He's triumphed over all of this, and His victory is complete. God's righteous judgment for your sin fell on Jesus. He absorbed it. He drained it. He exhausted it, and He came through it. And here's where you rejoice in God's love. Christian, you're in Christ today. I say to you, hell burned itself out on Jesus at the cross as far as you are concerned. See that love rejoice in it. At the end of these three hours of darkness, as we'll see later in our series, he cries out in a loud voice, not in defeat, but in absolute triumph, it is finished. And he gave himself into death so that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. See this love, and as you're in Christ, rejoice in it. Here's the very last thing. See what sin is and learn to hate it. See what hell is and learn to flee it. See what love is and learn to enjoy it. And see what faith is and learn to use it. In the darkness, your Savior says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Now, you think about this. The Father's love is at this moment beyond His reach. He's been shut out from it. And yet he says, my God, my God. Robert Murray McShane says, these words show the greatest faith that ever was in the world. I think that's a good description. These words show the greatest faith that ever was in this world. Because he says, faith means believing the Word of God, not because we see it to be true or feel it to be true, but because God has said it. Friends, this is of huge importance for our faith today. God has said to us, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. That's His promise. But as most Christians know and have experienced, and if you haven't, I think you will at some time, you will find that there are dark times in your life where you simply cannot feel the love and the presence of God. And at these times, you need to know that your Jesus has been there. Spurgeon who is always getting into the messages on this series and is just slipping in at the end here. He says, I would like to put this personally to any tried child of God here today. Are you going to let your God go because you have lost his smile? Then I ask you, did you base your faith upon his smile? For if you did, you mistook the true ground of faith. The ground of a believer's confidence is not God's smile, but God's promise. That's very helpful. The ground of faith is not your feeling of the love of God. It is the pledge of His love. 
which is made to you, signed, sealed, and delivered at the cross of Jesus Christ. You may go through a day where the feeling of the love of God seems beyond your grasp, where there is great darkness that for one reason or another is surrounding you. Do not let go of your faith in God because you lose sight of His smile. Faith is not grounded upon God's smile. Faith is grounded upon God's promise. It's interesting. I found this very helpful, and I, I say it just at the end of the message here because I think it might be helpful to some. Spurgeon had a very special sensitivity towards people who suffered from depression. And one reason for this was that he experienced it in his own life. He had some ill health that perhaps exacerbated the condition. He would speak quite often about the black dog that too often accompanied him. Isn't that a good image? Those of you who know what this is like, oh, the black dog's back here again today. And he says this, some strong-minded people are very apt to be hard upon nervous folks and to say they shouldn't get into that state. And we are liable to speak harshly to people who are very depressed in spirit and say to them, really, you ought to rouse yourself out of such a state. And Spurgeon says, I hope that none of you will ever have an experience of this depression of spirit as I have had. Yet, I have learned from it to be very tender with all fellow sufferers. Now, isn't that interesting? He says, I've been in this darkness, and from the experience of being in this darkness, I have learned to be very tender towards other people who might be pushed aside or treated harshly. I've learned to be very tender towards them because I've been in this darkness myself. Now, if being in that darkness brought such tenderness to Charles Haddon Spurgeon, what will you say about what the darkness has brought to Christ? You have a Savior to whom you can come in the darkest moment of your life, when you feel that God is nowhere near you, when you can't feel a thing, because He's been there and a Savior who has been in indescribable darkness that you will never know, can never know, as a Christian believer. That Savior has a tenderness towards you that no one else in all of the world could ever have. This is your Jesus. So, folks, see what sin is and learn to hate it. See what hell is and learn to flee it. See what love is and learn to enjoy it and see what faith is. It doesn't rest on your feeling of God's smile. It rests on His promise that is grounded in the cross. And learn to use it. On the cross, Christ said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that today, with wonder and with worship, you may be able to come and say, my God, my God, why have you accepted me? Why have you accepted me with all my sin, with all my failure? And the answer is this. 
You are accepted because he was forsaken. You are righteous because he bore your sin. And one day you will enter into his heaven because he endured your hell. Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. And thanks be to God indeed. You're listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith and a message called The Day God Turned His Face Away. It's part of the series Seven Words from the Cross, taking a look at what Jesus accomplished on the cross and what that means for you and for me today. If you'd like to go back and listen to any broadcast you may have missed, you can do that at any time at the website openthebible.org.uk. Open the Bible is able to stay on this station each day because of your financial support, and this month they have something new and exciting to offer, as they continue to make a number of changes on the website, and that includes an easier way for you to give. Visit the website at openthebible.org.uk, and as a token of their appreciation for your support, they have a special gift to send you. It's Pastor Collins' latest book, Six Hours That Changed the World. And Colin, how could you see someone using this book? Well, the six hours that changed the world, of course, are the six hours that Jesus was hanging on the cross. And during that time, he spoke seven times. And each time he spoke, he gave an insight into what he was actually doing on the cross. So one way in which this book could be used is that you could read one of the sections in each of the seven days leading up to Easter. And that would take you into the heart of what Jesus was doing on the cross, what he accomplished, why he was there, and what difference it makes for you. And for families, this would be very simple. It would take about five minutes to read one of these sections. You could do that each day in the week leading up to Easter, and it would really help all of your family to see what it was that Jesus accomplished on the cross and why it changes everything for all who believe. The book is called Six Hours That Changed the World, and they're excited to be able to offer this to you in appreciation for your support. For setting up a regular donation of at least £5 a month, they'll send you a free copy of the book as a special thank you gift. Learn more when you go to the website, openthebible.org.uk. Again, that's openthebible.org.uk. Have you ever wondered, what can Jesus do for me? On the next Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith, he'll take a look at the story of the thief on the cross as we listen to the dramatic audio edition of Pastor Colin's book, Heaven, How I Got Here. The story of the thief on the cross, featuring actor Stephen Baldwin. That's next time. This program is a listener-supported production of Open the Bible.